I'm Lisa Dolby Chadwick, and this is my gallery. And um, we're located at 210 Post at the corner of Post and Grant. And I've had the gallery for nine years, and I really opened the space to to give wall space to artists that I believed deserved it, which of course is very subjective. <laughs> and um, and I primarily focus on a lot of contemporary painters from across the country. Um, and one vein that runs through a lot of the work that you'll see here is um, really rigorous brushwork and freedom um, with the paint. And, and also, um, I really search for a thread of poetry. And um, although I'm certainly not the hippest gallery in San Francisco, I'm not showing a lot of new media, I do think that I'm showing some of the, some of the best mid-career painters around. And, um, and I've really worked hard at making this a really warm and welcoming space. So this month we have one of my favorite artists, um, Alex Konevsky. This is his third solo show and he's absolutely um, just an honor to represent. Although he's working in a traditional media, I think that like a great piece of poetry, it, is, uh, it really tells a lot of truth in, in very simple ways. This show, like all of Alex's shows, is really not focused on any one theme. Um, people quite often will look around at the exhibit and say, well, he's painting architecture and he's painting figures and he's painting grass and, and what's the show about? And, and Alex, in his Russian accent, would, would say, you know, it's, it's life. It's, it's windows into whatever he's feeling moved by at that moment. And, and, um, and I think many of the paintings really cut through to the simple truth of things that happen in everyday life. Um, this particular painting um, was basically tracking the, the life of a friend of his, a day of a friend of his. So um, he spent the day with her in her home, uh, following her, th her through her home, and he's thinking about the Chinese scroll paintings. Um, they used to sort of express time, and the, the more important parts of time would be expressed in a larger way. So um, in this particular scroll painting, he starts off with her waking up and then moving through into the bathroom and then the end of the day. And it's a, I think it's a really complex and interesting and original composition. And you also sort of feel the movement of everyday life within this painting. So I think this is another example of a really great private fleeting moment. I mean, you could almost feel the steam in the bathroom and um, the, same, you know, the same poetry and the rhythm of the space. One thing that, that shows up a lot, lot in Alex's work is this very quiet rhythmic jazz within the brush, brush strokes. And I mean, there's so little said here, but you can feel the mirror and you know, this one red line coming down in the middle of the painting. And that's um, one of my favorite paintings in the exhibit, I think it's. The grasses are really unusual too. It's a little bit, um, you know, from a distance it feels almost like a photograph. And then you, you get up close and it's just, you know, absolutely masterly painted. The rhythm of the paint, the movement of the paint, it's like you can see it flying across the surface of the panel. And I also love how you can, you can see the sky in the distance too. It's like you're underneath the grass looking up. <laughs> You know, we've, we've seen a million uh, studio renditions of people painting the model. Uh, and I think one thing that Alex is doing with his work is he takes it way beyond that. It's really the masterful work 
and the complete um, fragility of this man in this painting and the honesty of this man. Uh, you, can, you can feel him breathing and you can in a way feel that he's maybe almost disgusted with himself in a way. It's, it's, it's a, in a way it's a horrible image to look at it because you can, you can feel his flesh and his rawness and, and um, but yet that's what really happens in, in great painting, you know, when you, when you can express through, it's not, you don't feel the presence of a model standing there before the painter, but more what it feels like to be standing in our own skeleton, you know, and with our own self-effacing images. Hi there, my name's Stephen Terrell and you're at the Toomey Terrell Gallery at the famous 49 Geary Street building on the fourth floor. Uh, this fantastic show, which is our first for 2006, is by a young Korean San Francisco-based uh, painter Maria Park. So based on uh, what one would see a very traditional uh, basis for the show, which is landscape and painting, this is a wonderful throwback to contemporary work in the way that these images do look digital and computer assisted, but they're completely painted by hand in a very painstaking, methodical way. So it's a wonderful throwback to recreating painting and recreating landscape, which is not an easy thing to do in 2006. It's all been done before. The way the show's installed, it's somewhat meant to mimic a movie strip. So the paintings are, there are many of them, and they're quite close together, which we, we tend not to do in galleries because we want paintings to breathe. But the idea here was that the narrative continues, and uh, even in, in, the, in the throes of Brokeback Mountain, it's not the basis for this body of work because it was painted long before then. We just serendipitously, which, it was released at the same time. It's actually Sam Peckinpah's uh, The Wild Bunch. So that's the basis for the paintings. If you look at the painting behind me and if you later film the corner painting, which I know you folks like, you'll see an, the afterburn of an F-16 jet tearing away from an Arctic uh, island where, where missiles and, and, and bombs are tested by the US government. So there's a little bit of a, a, a bite to the paintings, which we like. Um, in particular, though, it's, very, it's more obvious in the piece behind me as it records a particular period of, in history, in fact, um, something that we're currently going through. And therefore, I like, you know, I like the narrative there. I, li I in particular like the, the, the figurative pieces with her technique of painting. They can easily camouflage themselves into the background. If one put one's hand over the head of the two horsemen, they so sort of almost disappear back into the painting, which sort of uh, uh, really highlights her technique, which by the way, these are acrylic on uh, expanded PVC, which is really just acrylic on acrylic. But when you look at the monochrome that she's using, or at the skies, or at the sea, and you go in close, it's tr I mean, there are about 15 different blues and colors that she's using. She's got a tremendous technique with the paint. It's quite unique. Um, it looks extraordinarily difficult and labor intensive, which is going to make it hard for trends to follow and copy. Nine years ago when Nancy Toomey and, and myself were, were asked my partner what is the focus of the gallery, I answered honestly and said I don't know. Um, I think we show what, what turns us on, what makes us passionate. You cannot run a gallery without passion. You can't do it, 
cannot run a gallery to sell paintings. You have to run a gallery to show art that you're passionate about and the paintings will sell afterwards. And that's sort of what we do. And that's why we've survived. So that's sort of my philosophy. Hi, I'm Heather Marks. And I'm Steve Zabatero, and we're the co-owners of Heather Marks Gallery, located on the second floor of 77 Geary Street in San Francisco. And this is our current exhibition entitled Histories. The gallery represents artists from around the country. Um, our main focus is painting, drawing, uh, photography, installation, sculpture, um, media such as that. Um, and we often mount nine to 10 solo exhibitions a year with our artists. But in addition, we do um, curated group shows. And we do this, it's a way for us to bring in artists that normally we don't get to work with, um, that aren't in our regular gallery roster. And it's our way to, again, introduce artists, new artists to our um, public. And as well, as it's fun for us to sort of, you know, do something a little bit more creative on our end in terms of curating. So this particular show, Histories, came about uh, the fact that we were seeing a lot of artists that were using historical imagery and putting it into their work to create new tales. And um, my, both Michael Hall and Maki Tamora share similarities in terms of the imagery that they're drawing from and um, an interest in 18th century sources as well as Japanese woodcuts, etc. So in Michael's uh, drawings, he draws with graphite and gouache on black paper. And what's really wonderful about these pieces is that the gouache is so saturated with color and brilliance. And then you have to look really closely to see the graphite drawings. So they almost become these shadow drawings within the pieces. And again, he's combining uh, various historical imagery and a little bit more of um, illustration in terms of drawing from these, these soldier figures from say the 18th century riding horseback with a coyote on a cloud and birds with banners and just a really interesting mix of um, different elements. Um, and again, this can be interpreted in many several ways, but <laughs> um, all those all those kinds of things could reference either personal or kind of a worldview of history. So the title of this large uh, triptych uh, by Maki Tamura is Sun, Egg and, Eggs and Darts. She does watercolor and then lino transfers on paper, which they, she then mounts on linen. And they're on scrolls, so they hang from the wall and uh, roll out onto the floor. So it's this very dramatic, beautiful, um, and sort of majestic presentation, I think. And what's uh, interesting about her work is that she'll fuse a lot of different elements, whether it be landscape, figuration, again, decorative elements and styles and techniques from contemporary to the past and create these sort of fresh, beautiful pieces. Maki Tamura's pieces are range anywhere from 10 to 20 feet long. Um, this one in particular are three different pieces that are each 20 feet long. Um, as you can see, they scroll out onto the gallery floor, which makes it somewhat interactive for visitors to the gallery. Um, Eric Sandberg differs the most from these two. He's referencing a lot of um, Northern Renaissance artwork, particularly Bruegel and Hieronymus Bosch, to create these very dark, almost grotesque uh, 
beautifully rendered paintings of mostly naked individuals in various states of distress. Many of his subjects are always sort of climbing about or dealing with um, or interacting with these strange apparatus, um, as you can see from the uh, paintings we have in the show. Um, just always get distress, these strange poses, um, looks of uh, anguish and confusion. Um, again, referencing some of the struggles with history. Or lessons in futility.